This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello everyone. It is Dr. Siobhan here. I am happy to be back with you for another episode of this podcast. Happy spring. If you are listening when this comes out, we are finally in what feels like spring. The other day, it was probably maybe about two or three weeks ago, my daughter you know, recognizing that technically we were in the spring season, was so confused about why the trees weren't blooming, why everything still looked like it was winter. We live in the Northeast. (laughs) So the trees and outside didn't technically get the message that it was spring. And, you know, she was just really confused. She was like, it should be growing. Things should be growing and it should be different. And, you know, it was just a phase. Now everything is blossoming, trees are pollinating, so we've got allergies to deal with. But it made me think about the topic that we're going to be diving into a bit today in terms of being stuck, right? To her, it felt like we were stuck in winter when we should be in spring. And I think this happens a lot of times in marriage where you're looking at where you are, feeling like you're not making progress, feeling like nothing is changing, and wanting to see growth, wanting to see progress, wanting to see things blossom and bloom. And today, I want to talk with you about five reasons you may be feeling stuck that you're doing the things, right? You're listening to this podcast, you're reading the books, you are trying your best to move things along. And it feels like maybe that progress and maybe transitioning to a different season of your marriage is slow in coming. So the first thing that I want to offer as we have this conversation is in any given moment, One of these five things may be happening for you, or it may be one day you notice one versus another. I want you to really consider what I'll share as sort of just little prongs in a tool belt, that when you have the thought, when you're feeling stuck, you can sort of take a step back and think about, okay, what is going on? Which one of these five may be at play right here? Okay. So the first reason you may be feeling stuck is that you're trying to change your husband, right? We talk a lot about that on this podcast, how it is not our job as wives to convince, control, manipulate, nudge, make him do anything that he's not doing. This is a hard one because 
There will be times where you will have insight. There will be times where you will have desires that if he would just make some changes and make some modifications, say it differently, be different, that it feels like that is the solution. And so when you are basing progress on his behavior, you're going to feel stuck when he's not showing up the way you think he should be showing up. So I want you to just pay attention. If you're feeling stuck, is it because you're wanting your husband to be different? You're wanting him to think differently or act differently. And what I want to offer you is that you are really putting your success and how you feel in his hands. And you want to be careful with that, right? You want to really look at what are you even measuring to be success, right? Is it he has to be perfect in doing the thing that you want him to do? I know for me, something I always love to happen is if we're doing some family activity or some family excursion that I have planned, I like for my husband to be in a good mood. I like for him to enjoy it and be as enthusiastic and be as excited about it as I am. That is not always the case. And so it is very tempting and sometimes very easy for me to have the belief that this isn't fun because he's not showing up the way I want him to show up. And so that's something I have to consciously work on. And it involves me defining a good time by my own experience, by my own contribution to that good time and not putting everything in his hands. Another thing you want to pay attention to if this is happening for you is, are you missing some of the areas where he is making progress? For some of us, especially those of us who are type A overachievers, we really strive for like 90 to 100%. And in the process, we often think about the final goal without acknowledging and appreciating all of the small steps that it takes to get to that goal. I remember when I first had this realization in my marriage, it was recognizing that my husband wasn't complaining to me about things that he wanted me to do. And what I had to realize was that it took him some self-control to not complain and That was progress. That was his way of trying to make the dynamics in our relationship better. So if you are feeling stuck, take a look under the hood and see if it is because you are trying to get your husband to change, or maybe you haven't acknowledged some of the progress that he is making. All right, just check in, see if that's happening for you. The other piece is kind of related to this, where when you think about your relationship more broadly, you may be missing some of the small steps that need to happen along the way for you to feel like you've made progress. So what I mean by this is a lot of times when I speak with women and when I speak with couples, what they always say that they want is that they want to feel happy. They want to be happy together. They want to get along. They want to enjoy their time. They want to love being married to each other. And so when your goal is to be ridiculously happy and to love being married to each other, 
it's very easy to underestimate and not recognize what it actually takes to get there. And so it will feel like you're stuck. It will feel like you're not there yet. And your brain will want to fixate on that. Your brain will want to make that a problem that you're not there yet. Your brain will want to have certain expectations for how long it should take you to work through your issues, how long it should take before you start getting along more, all those things. Your brain will just create rules and regulations that are not necessarily true. And so I want you to think about whatever goal it is you have for your marriage right now, whatever that ultimate 10, 10, 10 out of 10 would be for you. I want you to sort of backtrack in your own mind. This would actually be a great exercise to put some pen to paper to and think about what are all the things that would actually need to happen before you achieve that goal. Whenever I walk my clients through this process, part of it really includes recognizing the phases that you're going to pass through. So the first thing that I always start on is reducing conflict and tension, right? When you're arguing and you're bickering, it's very hard to get to that place where you really enjoy and love being married to each other. So we have to start there. After you've sort of gotten grounded in your communication and how you express yourself to each other and it feels safe to talk to each other, then you want to rebuild your friendship. You want to start having just general, lighthearted, easy conversations with each other. After you do that, you create some safety where like, oh, it's easy to like be myself. It's comfortable to be around each other. Then you want to start building a deeper connection with each other where maybe you're spending more quality time together. Maybe you're doing more meaningful things. And then from there, you can work on your intimacy, right? For us as women, especially, it's hard to be intimate when you don't feel connected. And so you want to just look at what are all the dominoes that have to sort of fall into place in order for you to reach that ultimate goal, okay? So again, if you're feeling stuck, it may just be that you're missing some of the small steps along the way and that you're only focused on that end result rather than the incremental progress that has to happen in order for you to get to where you wanna be, okay? Another reason you might be feeling stuck, is you have black and white mentality. So this is sort of like an all or nothing. Either we're good and I love him and everything's amazing or it's horrible and I'm not sure this marriage is going to work. We should probably separate, right? (laughs) It's normal to have these thoughts. I just want to offer you that when you are improving your marriage and making things better, you are going to sort of vacillate because you haven't established the certainty that things are amazing and that things are going to work, right? But when you have this sort of all or nothing mentality where you only see things as black or white, what ends up happening is that any setback has the potential to throw you completely off course, where you're literally like, ready to pack your bags, ready to pack his bags, throwing in the towel, not even wanting to make any effort at all. And what's important to recognize here is that setbacks are part of it. 
taking two steps forward and one step back happens. Taking one step forward and two steps back happens. Nothing is going wrong. You want to fail forward, meaning that when you do have these setbacks, you want to be able to evaluate what happened. What was going on for you? What was going on for him? What would you do differently the next time something like this happens? And so setbacks, I remember I was in church once and the pastor was talking about a slingshot, how sometimes setbacks are like slingshots that set you up to do things better in the future. But when you have an all or nothing mentality, when you're thinking in black and white only, you can't see that. You just see the setback for what it is in that moment without being able to tap into the opportunity that any challenge brings you. So I want you to think about, are there times when maybe you have looked at a disappointment or a time where you didn't say the right thing or he didn't say the right thing, and you're using that as evidence that you're never going to make it, that you're never going to figure this out, that you'll always be doomed to have these struggles, to have these issues in your marriage, okay? The fourth thing that may be happening is you've just underestimated the effort that it takes. This is such a a rude awakening sometimes because I know that when you get together with your husband, like when you first got together, it probably felt so easy. It just felt like you guys fit. You had so much in common. You didn't argue that much. You were on the same page about a lot of things. You just had fun together. It just flowed naturally. And there you go. When you spend longer periods of time together, when you interject children and moves and new jobs and other life transitions, it's not as easy, right? There are more demands, there are more pressures, there are more external influences that can have an impact on your relationship. And so when you notice that, it doesn't mean, again, that It's the hardest work in the world. It's never going to work. No matter how hard you try, things aren't going to change. It could just mean you underestimated what it takes. And if that's the case for you, where you want to go is to your commitment. If you really believed that you had forever together, till death do you part, to get this marriage strong, healthy, happy, whatever, outcome you want, would you be willing to work on it every day? If you knew in the end that you would be happy together, would you be willing to just commit every day I'm going to keep working on this? Every day I'm going to look at how I can be better. Every day I'm going to look at what can be done to make this better and easier for both of us, right? We live in a sort of microwave society where we want to put in a little bit of effort, like 30 seconds on that microwave and get out a whole meal, (laughs) right? I wish it worked that way. I really do. Now, don't get me wrong. There are huge levers, right? There are huge things that really can have big impacts. That's what I mean by huge. Not that it takes like Herculean strength, but there's some simple shifts 
that are huge in that it creates a huge change in the dynamic. Vulnerability is one of those things, right? So it's your commitment to being vulnerable consistently, meaning you really dig deep and share your heart instead of blaming and complaining, that creates a huge shift in the dynamic, right? Are you willing to practice vulnerability? Are you willing to get started learning how to be more vulnerable, practicing how to be more vulnerable? Are you willing to do that consistently every day if that's what it takes? Is your marriage that important to you that you're in it for the long haul and that you're going to put forth consistent effort no matter what and no matter how long? It's a really important thing to think about, right? And it feels like you're not making progress when you thought you should be farther along. You didn't know it was going to take this much energy and conscious, intentional effort. The shift that will be necessary is that you just become okay with that, right? Anything in life worth having requires consistency and it requires intentional effort sometimes. Doesn't mean that it's not right. Doesn't mean that the marriage isn't ever going to budge. Just means maybe you thought it takes less. Maybe it actually takes a little bit more, right? But when you're committed and when you truly believe that you're going to be happy together, you're willing to put forth that consistent effort. Number five. This one is probably my favorite. (laughs) And that is, you're not looking at yourself enough. Now, I know some of you are like, come on, Siobhan, why does it always have to be me? Why do I always have to be the one, right? So let's just know that that thought is going to come up. Not the most helpful thought, but it comes up and I can acknowledge that. I have that thought pass through my brain from time to time as well. But when I look at myself and when I am willing to be very self-aware, I grow. And I'm a little bit addicted to growth because I want to know myself at such a deep, deep level. I want to understand my triggers and why I'm triggered by them. Because when I understand that, that's where real healing takes place. So many of us are living our lives at a very surface level. We don't go deep into ourselves. And so we can never get to the root of what is causing the friction, the tension, and the issues in our marriage. But when you are willing to look at yourself deeply with love and compassion and grace, right? This is not about beating yourself up. But it's literally like if you were to just put your hand on your heart and ask yourself, what's going on? Like, what's happening for you here? Why is this so upsetting to you? When you can do that, you create first a deep intimacy with yourself. You're there for you. And then you can understand yourself. Like, well, of course this is upsetting to you because maybe this happened in your parents' marriage. Maybe this thing triggers you because maybe your dad was overly critical of you and you never thought you were good enough. And so any complaint from your husband really, you know, chips at that small child wound. 
There's so many reasons that we are triggered by things in our marriage. But when you're only looking at your husband and you're not willing to go inside, you miss it. And that's where healing takes place so that those things can never be issues for you again. You've got to get to the root. So there you have it. Five reasons why you may be feeling stuck and why it's feeling like you're not making the progress that you want. I'll summarize them again. Number one, you're trying to change your husband. Number two, you're missing those small steps along the way. You're only looking at the end result and not at all the little tiny things that need to happen first. Number three, you have an all or nothing or black and white mentality where it's either amazing or it's all going to crap. Number four is you're underestimating the consistent effort that's required. And number five, you're not looking inside yourself enough for the answers. I hope this has been helpful. Again, you want to just notice throughout the week, which one is operating for you when? Because I'm pretty sure they're all swirling around on some level. Just notice it. Notice it and think about what shift would be required to create a different experience for yourself. I am here to help you do this. If you would like one-on-one support, if you would like me as your coach every single week, having a two-way conversation with you, I invite you to schedule a call with me. I offer a one-hour complimentary consultation. During that call, we will talk about all the things that are happening in your marriage, what you want to be different. I will share with you very specifically what are the steps you would take to create what you want. I will show you how my approach supports that. And if all of that sounds amazing and good to you, we will decide to work together. And if it doesn't sound amazing and good for you or the right fit right now, we will say goodbye. It's as simple as that. So if you would like to schedule that call and explore working with me privately through one-on-one coaching, you can go directly to my website. That is drshavon.com, D-R. C-H-A-V as in Victor, O-N-N-E dot com. There is a button that says work with me. You will click that button, schedule your call, and I will talk to you on the other side. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'll be back with you soon. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.